Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have each and every one of you. Tell your friends and neighbors. We're, this is an exciting time as elections are coming up, the midterm elections, November 8th. And we have some important news on this, <laughs> this occasion, this week. History can be made in November 8th. More exciting than uh, than than anything I can think of as far as what the mainstream media should be talking about. What they usually want to see uh, minorities and blacks being put in positions of authority. And that's what black Republicans can do. Where's the mainstream media talking about this phenomena, talking about history making? Well, same place probably where they were last week, where in Italy, they, they elected their first woman prime minister. And what did they do? They ridiculed her. They called her an extremist. They called her a fascist and all these things because she's not a left-wing progressive. Maloney there uh, got elected the first woman prime minister. Shouldn't we all be doing high fives? Everybody in Europe, everybody in America. Is that not what the mainstream media wants? More women in positions of authority, and yet, and yet, they ridicule her and mock her, knock her down, call her names, because she stands for things like family values. Who, who would knock family values? Well, it's getting that way with the progressive left. We'll talk more about that and the climate change. Uh, Michael Reagan, uh, the son of Ronald Reagan, columnist, columnist now, he he uh, talked about how these uh, outrages about the Hurricane Ian went across Florida, destroyed so much of Florida, and our hopes uh, uh, for a quick recovery and our prayers for the people affected and the, the all over Florida. Well, we were praying for you, have been. And listen, it was devastating. But to link that to climate change and try to make a political play for uh, votes from uh, from a... Uh, uh, this catastrophe is just, it's un-American, and it's awful. And and, and went on and talked about, you know, uh, climate change. They're, they're scientists. They're, they tell us, but they, who quotes these scientists? It's not the mainstream media that, again, <laughs> the carbon dioxide put out by man, man-made uh, industry, is less than a half a percent of all the carbon dioxide put out by nature over, you know, uh, if you have a hundred blocks, then a half a block is what uh, carbon dioxide comes out of, of man-made uh, industry. Ninety-nine and a half percent or more 
It's made, it's made by nature. Na- carbon dioxide made by nature. But you won't know that if you listen to mainstream media. You don't understand that if you ha- are so fearful. You've been taught as a child in school that you're not going to have a world because people are, are burning all this uh, f- uh, fossil fuel. And yet it's just not true. The fear that's being put into our children through left-wing policies throughout the education system it's time for truth. And Michael Reagan had a good article about that, talking about the real scientists. They need to be heard. And it needs to be equal footing, but it's not. But listen, today's show is exciting because we're talking about the black Republican candidates rising. They're all across the country, but I'm going to list some four that are very important races that are very close. We'll be talking about that more and more. And, and I hope you'll help. Anybody that's near you, uh, and they don't have to be near you, you can send money. You can volunteer time and talents and making phone calls. So many times now you can get on a, a computer and they can hook you up or you can make phone calls for candidates. And they'll give you a list of names that won't even come from your phone number. It's set up where you can do that. So help out. You don't even have to live in a district to help out. But there's some candidates, and I'm going to mention those to you and some races that are real tight that you can make a difference we've talked about what can you do you can make the difference in making america great again and like i always say not only make america great again but make it the best it's ever been and getting more black republicans in positions of authority and power is one way to help make america the best it's ever been get out there and do some good for America. Get involved. Get off your seat. Get involved. If the election where you live is is uh, overwhelmingly for one uh, candidate or another, find one that's close. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. This is an exciting time, a very important time, and what you do will make a difference on November 8th. So uh, continue listening. We're going to get into that. But there's one thing I got to say. We are closer. I mentioned this last week. Closer to nuclear war than this country has ever been. Some people say it's worse than the Cuban Missile Crisis. It may be. And who is at the helm? It's not a young John Kennedy. It's an old, old man that everybody, everybody looks at him. Now, you can take up for him. But he's not what Joe Biden used to be. He's a shell. It's scary that he has to make nuclear decisions. And what's even more scary is we got a vice president who went to North Korea. Went, well, she didn't go there. She went to the DMZ zone where uh, the vision of North and South Korea. And she made a speech saying we've ha- we have an alliance with North Korea. How many? I mean, you know Joe Biden makes gaffes. He has all his life. And, and nobody will, you know, hold him up to it. But the vice president seems to be worse off than our president. Has she ever read a history book? Does she know anything about the 1950s? Does she understand the division of North and South Korea? And who do we support? Well, does she think we've got an alliance of North Korea? Really? Really? Read a history book, please, and somebody say she's not in line to be the next president of the United States. 
she is that's who they say america voted for if you can believe that but we we got to move on with the show but i have to say pray for america and let this election not be a red wave let it be more than that let it be a transformational election where again more black citizens hispanic citizens are voting for republicans because they know the values the family values the important values that have made america great and we need to be great again and we need to be the best we've ever been and that is part of that is getting black republican candidates into office and we're going to talk about that as soon as i make this last point what happens if god forbid we go into a war what happens if we uh, we have a full-blown war i mean that's the last thing we need but you look at our leadership and sometimes you think what are they thinking and guess what oh we're okay because we got a strategic petroleum reserve we can keep our country running for maybe half a year because we got so many petroleum reserves down in louisiana oh 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 i forgot what happened joe biden has used those petroleum reserves to try and buy, buy votes for the november election what does a true leader do they stand up and they admit where they have a problem but his his whole policy caused the the price of gasoline to skyrocket he uses our national petroleum reserve supposed to be for emergencies in time of war or severe emergency but no but no our president used it to bring gas prices down to try to deflect people's thoughts when they go vote on november 8th about how disastrous his policies are i mean he's about drained it out but of course as soon as elections over they'll stop pumping oil out, out of there but it's if there's anything left wow but that leads us to why it's so important today today to get out and support and look into the hope of america's big cities the hope of america across the country and that's electing more black republicans who are running across our country find some of these black republicans these black conservatives and get behind them support them encourage them give to their campaigns volunteer in their campaigns and there's some very important things i need to tell you right now and we're going to talk about some quick history here what happens uh let me go back to there's there's a article and it was written uh, the bulwark and it's back in april theodore johnson april 14th 2022 but he was talking about could black republicans could this be the year of black republicans and he, he gave some information about that but this this is the history you need to know that the mainstream media is not telling you one of the things that uh, is, is exciting about america about how america is growing and be getting better and better but said given the number of black republican candidates i'm going to quote this from an uh, article from theodore johnson bottom line given the number of black republican candidates and the developing dynamics of this midterm it seems likely that there will be more black republicans in the next congress and should the three sitting black congressional republicans utah representative burgess owens florida representative byron donalds and south carolina senator tim scott that's the three black republicans in our congress two in the house one in the senate if they win re-election in november 
It'll take only one other black to make it the largest class. Four, since when? The year 1875. And if two win, it'll be the largest in the nation's history, tying the post-15th Amendment class of 1871 at five. Five black Republicans in 1871. We could have five in, in 2022. We could have more than five. We could break history. What an America. What a country that it may have taken 150 years or more. Uh, it, but it can happen in November of 2022. That can be amazing history. More black Republicans than ever in the history of our country. And where's the mainstream media? They're not telling you. So thank you for listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm excited. I'm going to tell you that you can go to a page. You can go to the Republican National Committee, like GOP.com. Look under their uh, outreach report. And it'll list all the different black Republicans running across our nation for different positions uh, in state houses and the U.S. Congress, U.S. Senate. And, and it'll list all the candidates who are running as black Republicans. But we can't go over all those. But let me give you some exciting news that there are <laughs> there's two races that black Republicans are ahead in. They're doing very well, and it's very likely they're going to win and and uh, in a as new uh, congressman coming in and one is in texas it's wesley hunt conservative black republican texas 38 things are looking good watch that race and then john james in michigan 10 do you remember that name great veteran uh, and, and also wesley hunt is a great uh, veteran but uh, john james ran for senate almost won it twice in the, in the state of Michigan, but now he's running for a congressional seat in Michigan 10, and that and, and things are looking good for John James. So why why uh, could could we make history? Well, if uh, again if uh, Representative Owens and uh, Representative Donalds and and Tim Scott are all reelected, and two more would tie, two more would tie nation's the nation's history like theodore johnson wrote about uh, and it would be the most black republicans in the in the congress since uh, 1871 but the exciting thing is there's more chances that they are some very close races that you need to remember you need to put some money into if you can, send $10, send $100, send $1,000 if you can. To the, I'm going to tell you four races that are very close, very important, very winnable that black Republicans are trying to take over an incumbent Democrat seat. And it will help flip the House and it can help flip the Senate. So let's talk about those right now. If you have a pen and pencil, write these names down because uh, you need to remember these and watch these races. If you're a praying person, pray for these candidates in these races. Very important. This is history making. We can make history as a nation, as Americans, to put more black Republicans into Congress than have ever been, even since the first civil rights movement that is during the Reconstruction era, era right after the Civil War. 
Can you understand the significance of this election coming up November 8th, 2022, that can actually put more black Republicans in the Congress than ever, than ever? Is that good for America? Yes, it's good for America. Is that good for the Republican Party? Yes, it's good. Is it good for conservatives? Yes, it's good. Is it good in the in doing the right thing to make America great again and not only make America great again, but what you've heard on this show over and over, make America the best it's ever been. And that's what electing black Republicans in this election, midterm election coming up, is history making. History making and the mainstream media, maybe they'll catch on as they start listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics and other shows that will tell the story. And, and there are some stories, and we're going to play a, a, a clip from Newsmax. But let me tell you these four races. You need to write these, these names down. And first is we're going to the northeast of the United States. How many Republicans come out of the Northeast? Well, some out of New Hampshire. It's very hard to get a lot of Republicans in Congress from other places in Northeast America. But guess what? In the state of Connecticut, there is a race with George Logan, Connecticut District 5. George Logan is in striking distance, just very close, and he needs all the help he, he can get. So George Logan, black Republican in the state of Connecticut, a candidate running to make history. And guess what? If the others are reelected and if Wesley Hunt and John James win, <laughs> this man, George Logan, could be the history maker to make more black Republicans ever, in a, ever elected and placed in the Congress. Connecticut, George Logan could be that history-making candidate. Write his name down. Look at his website. Go to his website. George Logan, Connecticut, District 5. Another race, very important, in the state of Indiana. Jennifer Ruth Green is running for a U.S. House in the state of Indiana, District 1. Indiana won. She is very close. She needs some help. Get her some financial help. Give her some moral support. If you live in Indiana, go see what you can do to help her out. Even if you're in a nearby state there, if you can go over and help out Jennifer Ruth Green, Indiana District 1. There's another race, and this is a very important race in Michigan. John Gibbs. It's a swing district. And there's a Democrat there now. John Gibbs is in Michigan, uh, House number three. John Gibbs, Michigan, House number three. And in his race, I'll tell you what, he <laughs> he is uh, he was helped by some Democrats because they thought if we get John Gibbs in, we can win in November because John Gibbs is a conservative, make America great again, Trump-supporting conservative candidate. Black Republican John Gibbs needs all your help you can get in, for this November election so he can laugh at the Democrats who helped fund his campaign to win in the primary. Is that not exciting? And we got another race we're looking at. And, and again, this could be history upon history upon history breaking. 
And the mainstream media is not telling you about this story. But Doc Holliday is. And I got an exciting story to tell you about the U.S. Senate. But first, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. If you have not seen our book, if you like our book, you can go to www.docholiday.org. And Holiday has two L's in it. So you can go there, and there's a book called Bedrock Truths. I wrote that book along with Dr. Alveda King, the niece of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and also at Dr. Alex McFarland, who wrote that book, Bedrock Truths, giving some foundational truths of the American might and what's made America great over the years since its founding. Let's, I told you about the Senate race. Well, and there's a race there. So let me play this for you, and then uh, we'll talk about it. This is from Newsmax. And the candidate they're talking to is Herschel Walker, former Heisman Trophy winner, great player, college football player for the uh, for Georgia, the University of Georgia, and now he's running for Senate. Take a listen to this. Joining us now is Georgia's Republican Senate candidate, Herschel Walker. Herschel, great to see you again. As I mentioned, that piece in Politico saying that it's all going to come down to turnout. So, what are you guys doing to get those folks out? Well, I'm still meeting with the people. I'm getting out around the state of Georgia, meeting with the people to let them see that uh, that there's a difference between Senator Warnock and myself, that I believe in backing the people of Georgia. He believed in Joe Biden and the elite in Washington, that I'm going to fight for them. I'm going to fight for them because uh, he seemed to call all men and women in blue uh, thugs and bullies. But I want the people of Georgia to know I'm going to be for them. I'm in their corner and I'm going to fight for them. Herschel, the Real Clear Politics poll average shows you and Senator Warnock almost in a dead heat with Warnock at 47, you at 46. Neither of you have 50 percent, uh, and Georgia is a runoff state. Is your campaign preparing for a runoff scenario? Well, uh, you know, I told my campaign we're not going to listen to the polls. Right now, I'm going to win outright. And, I, and the reason I say that is Senator Warnock, they've spent close to $60 million right now against me. And we're still virtually tied. And I think the Georgia people are speaking that they want uh, someone new in that seat. That seat belongs to the great people of Georgia. And right now, Senator Warnock, what he's done in two years, I don't think we can take another six years of that. So uh, I think they want somebody yeah. new. And I don't think there will be a runoff. That's right. The people of Georgia need to get out and support Herschel Walker. You can help him uh, anywhere. If you live anywhere in America, you can send in a contribution to Herschel Walker campaign and help him did you hear i don't know if he'll mention that we'll play another clip in a minute but they've spent over 60 million dollars warnock his opponent 60 million dollars bad mouthing herschel walker and in a minute we'll play a, they play an ad there on newsmax's sean spicer's show off newsmax we'll play a clip of that and when they're talking about all this money spent to to just degrade the image of Herschel Walker. And he's had some issues in the past of violence, and he's worked that out. And he, and he talks the redemption story. And yet the uh, so-called pastor, Warnock, that's a senator now, he has no redemption. Uh, for, he doesn't want a redemption story about Herschel Walker. He talks ill of Herschel Walker. It is nasty politics when a pastor can not accept redemption of Her- Herschel Walker and just bad mouths him. 
over and over and over and all these ads that he's getting millions, tens of millions of dollars to make nasty commercials about Hershey, Hershey Walker. Now that's, that's not very, uh, that's not a conduct of a pastor that is very impressive. I'll say that much, but we'll play that in a minute. But I want you to see, could you see Herschel Walker on the Senate floor with Tim Scott and other Republicans standing up for all Americans? Would that not be a piece of the puzzle when we say make America great again and make it the best it's ever been? That is history when we put more black Republicans in Congress than this nation has ever witnessed. Will it be a good thing for everyone, for Hispanics, for for uh, blacks, for whites, for all the colors in between. And we are all different kind of colors. They're trying to divide us. The Democratic Party wants to divide us in the way we look, the way we act. And Republicans are just saying, let's all live together in a beautiful world. And we're all equal. As the Constitution says, stop breaking us down in different groups and imposing one group against another group. That's what this Democratic Party of the new left has it's been doing over the past decade or two. It's dividing us, separating us, calling people names, calling them fascist and racist. And now the Republicans have a chance to put more black Republicans in Congress than ever before. I said Republicans have the chance. The American people have that chance. And there's other races that black Republicans are working hard. Check your district uh, and check that list. Go to rnc.com, gop.com, and look under the... Uh, the outreach report and you can find that list of all the different black republicans running and you have to you have to pat all of them on the back it is not easy to be black in america and run as a republican to stand up and have conservative principles but that's what we need to go into all the neighborhoods across the big cities you know what the biggest hope in all of the big cities that are suffering from crime, from mismanagement, from all these ills where people don't feel safe walking down the streets, if it's New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Memphis, Tennessee, St. Louis, Missouri, New Orleans, Louisiana, if any of these big cities where people feel fear over and over the best hope is black republicans that can come in with agendas to clean up what the democrats have this just ruined over the past half a century in all our big cities it's black republicans bringing hope bringing change bringing the peace and the prosperity that these inner cities need. The Democrats have had them for over 50 years. They've had these big cities and they've ruined them. They've destroyed them. And they've, they've defined hope as getting the heck out of Dodge. That's the only hope the Democrats have in these big cities. The Republicans, as we get more black Republicans as candidates and then as mayors, as senators, as congressmen and congresswomen, and as we get everybody into this picture we can truly say let's make america great again but more than that let's make america the best it's ever been hope you wrote down those names connecticut george logan K 
Connecticut, five. In Indiana, Jennifer Ruth Green, Indiana, one. John Gibbs, Michigan, three. Those three people running for Congress have a very, very good chance to win, and it's so close. So help push them over the line. Help get them into the winning circle. Let's make history. Let's work together to make history. And we and help out, you know, watch the race with Wesley Hunt, with John James. Wesley Hunt's in Texas 38, John James in Michigan 10. And, of course, we just played that with Herschel Walker. I'm going to play another clip in just a minute. But help get Herschel Walker onto the playing field in the United States Senate. And as he ran over the, the defense, I remember watching college football. I remember being at a ball game in Oxford, Mississippi, watching Georgia play Ole Miss when Herschel Walker was running the ball. <laughs> I think one time he had all 11 Ole Miss uh, tacklers trying to pull him down, and he drug them all into the end zone. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Put him in the United States Senate and let him uh, – pull the whole Senate toward the conservative good news and the good news that conservative principles help build America, help save America, help push America forward. If it's cryptocurrencies, it's conservatives know that the future is bright with conservative values, ideas, and an ideology that says you can keep more of what you earn. And let's get people excited about earning more money and keeping more. And it makes more money for the United States government to be able to take care of the problems in our society. When you tax more and more, you get less and less. Tax less, get more. Vote Republican coming up in November. Let me let you listen to this last little clip from uh, Herschel Walker, and we'll finish up the show. Whereas those issues that uh, Senator Warnock like to talk about because he don't want to talk about inflation. He don't want to talk about crime. He don't want to talk about the border. He don't want to talk about men and women's sports. Those are things that he voted for. So it's one of those issues. So he's turned his bike on the Braves. He turns his bike on our men and women in blue. He turns his bike on Border Patrol because he don't want to talk about those things. And uh, that's all, those are the things that we should be talking about, not whether the Braves should change their names because they have nothing to talk about. When they don't have anything to talk about, they're going to talk about me. They're going to talk about everything else except what really counts. Herschel, Democrats' attacks on you have increased recently. There's been quite a few. I want to play for our audience the latest attack ad. Watch. He held the gun to my temple. Herschel Walker threatening to kill his wife was not an isolated incident. He made violent threats at least 10 times over a decade, threatening to shoot several people in the head even threatening a shootout with police. In 2019, Herschel Walker talked about choking his employees. Well, you know, that's All right, absolutely amazing. How are you amazing. responding to those? Well, that's absolutely amazing because my uh, ex-wife and I, we did those uh, ads there together to help people with a mental illness. And right now, my ex-wife and her husband, my wife and my, uh, we're the best of friends. And it is amazing that some of the stuff that Senator Warnock seemed to be uh, behind when he said, thou shalt not bear false witness as a minister as well, he seemed to be very good at it. Right now, as I said early on, he seemed to not want to talk about what really counts, where the people in Georgia want to know about his policies, which has been a great F. And they're now uh, is wanting to see what he's going to do for them, which he's doing nothing, where they know I'm going to fight for them because 
my ex-wife and I, we did that to help other people. And I will always be a champion for mental health. And I've overcome. And one of the things I tell people all the time is uh, there's redemption. And being a minister, if you don't know about redemption, he's in the wrong place. <laughs> the, the, the irony of this, of course, is that when he ran, his ex-wife made some allegations about him and his character that she still stands by, as far as I know. Are you guys making that an issue as well? Well, not, not at all, because I think uh, one of the things I told my campaign, and they're a little bit different than I am, and sometimes I said, you know, he was out saying cast the first stone. Right now, they've had been running those ads uh, since I decided to run, and right now with the Razorman versus the Tide, I want the people to see who I am, because as I said, I believe in redemption. I believe that people can be forgiven. You know, Senator Warnock is also voting to, uh, he want to let people out of prison. Well, why do he want to let people out of prison if he don't believe in redemption? That means he's going to make a prison in our own home. So I think Senator Warnock has to explain to the people of Georgia who he really is. I called him a wolf in sheep's clothing because of he says this and he says that. But right now, his policy, the people of Georgia want to know about his policy, which really hasn't worked for the Georgia people. And that's one of the things that I'm doing. The people of Georgia know that I've, I've scored for him before and I'll score for him again. Absolutely correct. Herschel Walker has scored for them again. You heard me tell him that I watched him drag the whole Ole Miss team into the end zone to score back when he's playing football. But he has done so much, and he's been through some uh, rocky road in life. But he's also overcome, like he said, and he talks about redemption. Let's help save America. Help, help redeem America. Get out. And if you're in the state of Georgia, help Georgia win Help by getting Herschel Walker into the Senate end zone. That's what we need across America. It'll be great for everybody in America to have Herschel Walker in the U.S. Senate. Look for these races that I've mentioned. Help the black Republicans as they're rising up. And it's going to make America not only great again, but the best it's ever been. More black Republicans in Congress than ever in history. That's the goal on November 8th. Get out there, find a race that you can be a part of, and help make America not only great again, but the best it's ever been. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.